0: ...enthralled by their real-life saga, I can even offer my own reverend experience. Once, when my departing light aircraft broke down and the young pilot had all but given up, it was left to a fiercely determined John Underwood to get us airborne. Risking life and limb in the blazing hot sun, he gripped the blade of the propeller and spun it for all he was worth, eventually starting the Cessna 410. I guess that's the way of the bush. On Hayhats in the Northern Territory in 1992, there was a huge reaction from viewers to a profile piece on Riverin, especially when Terry casually mentioned that they didn't have a phone for the first 13 years. Hard for someone in the Big Smoke to imagine. Gee, Terry, you must write a book one day, I urged. Mind you, many had made that suggestion before me. I've always been in awe of Terry's enormous energy near photographic memory and a capacity for life rarely matched. What ideal traits for an author! I feel privileged and honoured to be part of this project and shall always cherish my friendship with this great Australian family. As you read their intriguing story, you'll think, how can they do it? Why would they do it? It takes a special breed to accept the challenge. Thank God Australia still produces such sturdy stock. I'm Darrell Summers, February 1998, and now, in the middle of nowhere, With Terry Underwood.
1: This book is dedicated to my husband John, my lover, my anchor, my rock, and to our four extraordinary children, Mari, Patrick, Michael, and Rebecca. The love, loyalty, courage, and resourcefulness of these five have made for me all things possible. Acknowledgements From my earliest memories, I was enchanted by the magic of words and the power of the pen. Childhood poems and stories were passionately written and preserved in a special exercise book called My Book of Beauty. One day, when I was an old lady, I would write my autobiography. At my photographic exhibition entitled The Cattle Kingdom in 1995 at the Barry Stern Gallery in Sydney, I was approached by Selwa Anthony, literary agent extraordinaire. I answered in the affirmative to both her questions. Do you have a story? Can you write? Selwa and I shared the conviction that the story of the Outback family whose survival revolves around unity and love was long overdue. I am grateful for Selwa's unfailing faith and support. My good friend knows books. She knows people, too. I thank the other fine members of my publishing team. At Transworld, Jude McGee and Maggie Hamilton in particular, have accommodated with professional ease the Bushwoman determined to include in her story a tribute to each and every hero and heroine of today and yesterday. My unqualified thanks go to Amanda O'Connell, a sensitive and intelligent editor who represented the rest of the world from whom I had parted physical company three decades ago. To my beloved family and dear friends and mere acquaintances, who knowingly or unknowingly have influenced my journey thus far, with heartfelt gratitude I acknowledge you all. The following is a quote from Seneca. It is not possible for us to know each other except as we manifest ourselves in distorted shadows to the eyes of others. Therefore, why should we judge a neighbor? who knows what pain is behind virtue and what fear behind vice. No one, in short, knows his thoughts, his joys, his bitterness, his agony, the injustices committed against him and the injustices he commits. God is too inscrutable for our little understanding. After sad meditation it comes to me that all our lives, whether good or in error, mournful or joyous obscure or of gilded reputation painful or happy is only a prologue to love beyond the grave where all is understood and almost all forgiven prologue the battered sturdy willies jeep lurched across the drought-stricken land it followed a track visible only to the concerned yet somehow contented stockman, anchored behind the vibrating steering wheel hours later the vehicle shuddered to a halt and feeling thoroughly shaken they stepped down beside a parched creek bed with a broad grin of excitement he extended huge arms like the giant blades of a windmill and stated see that country in front now that's the headwaters of the victoria river